your first client might be on, you know, your, your starting rate, your $25 an hour. By the time you get a second client, you are a better VA. And so you're going to charge them more. You can have multiple clients. I know women with seven clients and they're all on different rates. You can get into premium pricing. You can go like Uber style. You know what I mean? This is what I'm talking about. There's this, you have to move away from the linear way of thinking. Welcome to the Wonderless Virtual Assistant Podcast. I'm Rebecca, VA coach, business author, and digital nomad. Through empowered mentorship, I coach women to embrace their dreams and build an online biz that unleashes their freedom. Today's podcast is a recording of a free masterclass I hosted, and this masterclass is titled, How Much Money Do Virtual Assistants Make? There are a lot of numbers floating around out there, and there's a lot of people who believe that you can't make a full-time living as a virtual assistant. You will hear in this pre-recorded masterclass just how much money you can make and all of your earning potential. So this masterclass was hosted in a Facebook group, and I am constantly hosting free masterclasses and the best way to learn about any of my upcoming masterclasses is to follow me on Instagram at the Wonderlust VA. Let's begin. Why I'm really excited about this masterclass is because I want to normalize talking about money amongst the women in our community. This is part of the reason why I made this private event. I, I put this masterclass inside a private Facebook group is because I want there to, I want to create a safe container where we can be talking about money. People can say, you know, this is my minimum. This is my maximum. This is what I've been earning. I speak to so many of you individually. However, you're not necessarily talking to each other and too many of you are accepting too little of a rate in your virtual assistant business. And so I now need to let you all know and build this community where you can connect and normalize the conversations around money. One thing that I want to reiterate, okay, is talking about money, normalizing money as a virtual assistant, it doesn't mean that you're greedy or you want to be rich or you want to be wealthy. If you want to be rich and you want to be wealthy, that is amazing. All the power to you. If you don't, if that's not a priority of yours, whatever, that doesn't matter. What's important is that the women out there, especially entrepreneurs, online business women, we need to normalize the conversation around money. We need to be asking people, what are you earning? What What is your rate? What are your... You know, what is the money? How else are you making money? We need to normalize those conversations. So if you haven't already, I'm going to do a giveaway for this masterclass. Please grab your phone and either take a boomerang or a video or a photo of this Facebook Live, this masterclass, and post it to your social medias. Tag me and I'll put your name into a draw and I'll draw a name tomorrow for one of the WVA shop merch items. We have some really cool swag, some mugs, some journals, some really awesome stuff. 
great. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, what Carly say now? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so um, I want you to be sharing this to your social media. I want you to be sharing this masterclass in particular because... We need to be connecting with our community. We need to be letting our followers know. We need to be letting fellow virtual assistants, women in our network, that we are attending masterclasses that are talking about money. That's talking about how much we can earn as virtual assistants. Okay? This is why, this is what I want to normalize and create community. So it starts with me hosting a masterclass and it starts with you connecting the dots, reaching out to your network. So share this in your social media and I will draw a name tomorrow. Okay, I want to jump into this masterclass and talk about basically three phases to sort of what virtual assistants can make, um, starting with sort of assuming you're at the beginning of your business and then what are the following phases to, to grow into and just continue to expand your income potential, okay? That is what's going to be the structure of this masterclass, me talking about three phases. Before we jump into that, however, I have to point out the problem with accepting too low of a rate, okay? I posted about this on my Instagram and I need to share it in this masterclass because it is relevant. I need to point out to you the major problem with accepting a rate that is too low because this happens. We start a virtual assistant businesses, we get excited, a client wants to work with us, we want to take it, we want to leave our nine to fives, we need the money, whatever it is. There is a very vicious cycle you can unknowingly, well, you're going to know now, <laughs> fall into if you accept a rate that is too low. And here it is. When you accept a rate that is too low, you don't make enough money. When you don't make enough money, you can't afford to drop the low paying client to make room for a higher paying client. <laughs> Did your mind just blow or what? Okay, if you get into a toxic dependent relationship with a low paying client, you literally can't afford to drop them. I am witnessing this right now. I am witnessing this right now. I am talking to a virtual assistant who is stuck in a low paying client because she can't afford to not have that money and then therefore make room for a higher paying client. This is an insane phenomenon that needs to be totally eradicated, okay? And this is why it is so important. This is, what, this is the inspiration of this masterclass. This is why it's so important that we spread the message in our community with women to other women. We need to normalize these conversations. We need to empower other women with information they can compare themselves against and realize, oh my gosh, I'm getting paid way less than I should be, or I've accepted a rate way less than I should have. If you don't know what other VAs are earning, then it's hard for you to tell if what you're earning is average. And when so many virtual assistants out there are working for $5 an hour, $7 an hour, your $11 an hour might feel and sound like a lot. When I'm like, 
that is way too low. This is a massive problem, <laughs> right? Okay. I need to make my notes bigger because they are now further away. Whoa. This is like grandpa size font. Okay. So that is the number one problem with accepting rates that are too low. And I know it's like shiny object syndrome and you want to, or you think this will just hold me over until blah, 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 blah. But if you get caught not earning enough, then you can't afford a higher paying client. It's, it's a crazy phenomenon, but it's happening. I'm witnessing it right now. (laughs) Okay. So now I want to talk about the three phases to virtual assistant income potential. Okay. The first step for you though, is to start thinking creatively about money. Okay. What you earn is no longer linear. And an example of something that's linear is a salary. Okay. Salary is linear. You know what you're going to make this year. And then you know what you're probably going to make the next year. It's very linear. It's there's, you know, not extra doodads coming in. Um, there's not like additional forms. There's maybe not some flexibility. That linear way of thinking is sort of a career salary way of thinking, which is what most of us are accustomed to. Now we get to take our our, our financial create creative muscles to the gym. Think of it as like an elastic band, right? Think of it as like something that's three to four dimensional. It's, it's like, okay, how can I be making money? How can I diversify my, my sources of income? That's a way that I need you to start thinking because you are now an entrepreneur and even more so you are an online business owner. And what your earning potential gets to be a lot more stretchy. There gets to be a lot more going on in it, okay? So start thinking like an Uber driver, right? An Uber driver's income is not linear. This is a great example. Why? Because Uber rates change depending on how busy it is in the day right? Uber rates, a driver might pick up more rides when they are approaching Christmas or the holidays, right? Uber drivers might pick up a ride while they're running their own errand, (laughs) right? They're stacking their income. They're getting creative. Like, where can I start making money? Where is money available to me? There's a lot of conversations around the energetics of money. I'm like 50-50 on it. (laughs) But what one of the biggest takeaways is on the energetics of money is that money is constantly available to all of us, right? And we just need to get creative on how to magnetize it towards us. So now that we are online business owners, now that we're virtual assistants, we get to think more of like Uber drivers and less like nine to five salary earners. And this might be a foreign concept to you, but that's okay. You get to learn it. You get to take this muscle to the gym and it gets to get bigger and bulkier, right? We get to see opportunities, income earning opportunities everywhere now. It's like finding clients. 
there's this motto I have and it is everyone is a potential client or they know a potential client. You're walking through the world, constantly walking past people, right? And only you wake up one day and you're like, oh my gosh, these are all potential clients. And I've been walking through this grocery store my whole life. And you start to see things differently. That's what I mean about taking that muscle to the gym. Okay. This is going to take time. I cannot reiterate this enough. Okay. Virtual assistant businesses aren't complicated to start. It's not complicated to get traction and keep going, but they're not easy. You don't want to start a virtual assistant business because you want the easy option. This is the trap I see many virtual assistants fall into and then they start to work for way too little and their earning potential tanks or it starts way lower than it had to and they've got so much higher to climb. This isn't easy. I'm not saying it's really freaking hard, but it's not easy. And so therefore you can't give up, get discouraged, be lazy about it or half-ass it. Virtual assistants can make anywhere from like 20 to $50 an hour. If you think you're going to wake up one day and make $50 an hour, that's probably not true. You've either invested a ton of time leading up to that moment, or you need to invest a lot of time and get to that moment. But we can't slip. We can't go climbing up the metal slide and then give up and just let ourselves slide down. You have to keep going. Virtual assisting has incredible income potential, but not overnight. And that doesn't mean it's not going to be fun. Building Rome is a lot of fun. It's going to take time and we're going to enjoy every brick we lay. It's an adventure. It's entrepreneurship. It's so freaking cool. Okay. So the three phases. Phase one is normally where virtual assistants start and how long you are in phase one is really up to you. It is unique to you. It sort of depends what skill level you come into the business with. It also depends with how much you hustle. Okay. Phase one of virtual assisting income potential is dollars for hours. Okay, you have an hourly rate, you track your hours, and you get paid for the hours you work. There's this direct connection. I worked 10 hours, I get 10 times my hourly rate. That's how much money I make. Dollars per hour is phase one, and this is where most virtual assistants start. Okay? Depending on the expertise you come into virtual assisting with, virtual assistants can make anywhere from 20 to $50 an hour. Please, for the love of God, do not charge less than $20 an hour. Please, please do not accept less than $20 an hour. You simply don't have to. You don't have to. Okay? Okay? 
you don't have to. <laughs> so please don't. <sighs> okay. And then, depending on where you start, $20, $50 an hour at the beginning of your virtual assistant business as you walk into your business with a certain level of expertise. I mean, 20 to 50 might be what more than what some of you are making per hour. But what you need to remember is that you are a contractor and your clients don't have to, don't have additional expenses for you like they do for an employee. So an employee, they got to pay for the desk. They got to pay for the office space. They got to pay for the, they got to put money into the 401k. They've got to pay for health insurance and the benefits, right? So as an employee, let's say you're making like $15 an hour, you're actually costing the company more than that per hour, but you don't see it. What you get is benefits instead of cash. As a virtual assistant, they don't pay for that. So you get to charge more per hour than some of you will be earning in your nine to five. So if 20 or 25, 30, 35 sounds like, whoa, I've never made that before. Welcome. Welcome to working for yourself. <laughs> Welcome to independent contractor work. Okay. And then within three to six months, you're going to be raising your rates with your clients. Why? Because at the beginning of your virtual assistant business, your learning curve is so steep because you went from not virtual assisting to, to a lot of virtual assisting. So you will be raising your rates within the first three to six months anyway. Okay, so here's some math, right? If you charge $30 an hour, and you worked 30 hours, you're looking at $3,600 a month. 30 times 30 is 3,600. $30 an hour, you work 30 hours, 3,600. Or a week, let's say. Maybe you work 30 hours in a week. You raise your rates up $2.50. Now your, your rates are $32.50 an hour. Not that scary, right? Just $2.50. $32.50 times 30 hours is now $3,900. It makes a difference. So you will be going into virtual assisting. So many of you start at $30 an hour. You could raise your rates after three to six months to $32.50 and massively increase the, the product of that, right? Okay, so this is how I want you to think. You're going into virtual assistant. You have to hold a minimum that you will not go below. And then you are already thinking about like you're going to be raising your rates. You have become more, your services have become more valuable. Okay. Also on your, your hours to dollar phase one, not all your clients have to be on the same rate. Okay, your first client might be on, you know, your, your starting rate, your $25 an hour. By the time you get a second client, you are a better VA. And so you're going to charge them more. You can have multiple clients. I know women with seven clients and they're all on different rates. You can get into premium pricing. You can go like Uber style. You know what I mean? This is what I'm talking about. There's this, you have to move away from the linear way of thinking 
you have to hold a standard of like, what is your minimum hourly? Because you are going to be exchanging hours for dollars directly in phase one. Phase one, you can also do really fun things like stack your packages. An example of like stacking your packages in the real world, because I, I love the Uber example, would be like a private chauffeur picking up Uber rides while they're waiting for their private client to get out of a meeting. Stacking it. They got two things going on, right? So you could have some retainers. Retainer packages, I know VAs that have retainer packages that are like flat rate $5,000 a month. And that's one of their clients. So then they stack that with a couple of like projects and now they're making more than $5,000 a month. They've got the retainer client, they're creatively stacking, they're looking at their schedule. Can they throw in a website build in there? Can they throw in, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we're gonna talk about this. This is, this is like phase two, phase three stuff that I'm gonna get into. You could have a bunch of clients that are on 10 hour packages, 20 hour packages, whatever. And then you could have someone come to you and say, Hey, can you just quickly whip up a landing page for me? And you'll think, well, that's going to be a premium. I'm going to charge that at a premium because you're not going to stick around. I give a discount to my, to my clients that renew their packages because they stick around, they're reliable. But if you pop in for a one-time thing, premium. So this is like, are the gears turning for some of you? It's like, oh, there's a lot of earning potential here. And phase one is exchanging hours for dollars and your minimum, minimum should be 20. And for some of you, your minimum should be higher. <laughs> but for a lot of you, please don't go below 20 or you won't be able to afford to get out of it. Okay. Phase two. Let's read the comments. Something that's so hard for me to wrap my head around is that I can have multiple clients at different hourly rates. Yes, Carly. Amen. Amen. <laughs> this is, and it's going into each potential relationship with a client, starting new, being like, okay, where am I at right now? I've got some clients on this rate some clients at another rate, but hold on. Like my time has gotten more valuable now. It's become, it's gotten more precious. I've got more skills and expertise. And so going into that, here's the thing, ladies, your clients do not talk to each other. <laughs> Say like, so what is she charging you? And there are cases where I know VAs that get referrals from one client to the other. Even if those clients did talk to each other, you'd be like, well, I've had them longer, so they're on a different rate than you. Sorry. You can have those conversations, okay? Phase two, builds an expertise, okay? So phase one is where a lot of virtual assistants start and they're exchanging, for the most part, hours for dollars. And we'll get into sort of retainers and whatnot in my upcoming bootcamp. Retainers are more like flat rates that just really sort of... Um, 
allow you to work under that flat rate umbrella in your area of expertise. But phase two is what we call builds and expertise, okay? So this is when you have either entered virtual assisting with a pretty phenomenal skill, um, not even pretty phenomenal, with a skill. It can be just any skill, with a skill, or as a virtual assistant, you have acquired a bit of a niche skill, an expertise, right? So is there a program that you feel really confident in setting up for someone, right? There might be a client who thinks like, I really want to bring a CRM system like Dubsado into my business. And you could be like, I could build that for you. I could set that up for you. I know Dubsado really well. I could set it up for you. You could audit it. Do you know how many clients set up a program in their business and they don't do it properly? <laughs> you can just see everything's like band-aided together and they're maybe paying for this really robust program and they're not using it to its fullest capabilities. You might go in there and be like, let me audit how you are using Infusionsoft and fix it <laughs> and show you how to use it. Right? Builds an expertise. Are you familiar with kind of a specific industry that could use some updating? I know lots of VAs who their previous work, their like nine to five work, are in industries that aren't digitized very well. Law offices. Therapist offices. <laughs> right? Lots of examples of this. You're working in a nine to five industry and it's not very digitized. They've just been able to get away with it. But pandemic hit, everyone's going digital, everyone's going online. Businesses need to be set up to be able to run remotely if they're going to survive. So maybe you go in and you say, hey, I can build this digital customer a database system for your office. Okay, expertise, builds, audits. Is there something that you're familiar with? And ladies, it doesn't matter if someone else is familiar with it as well. Okay, there's lots of mechanics who can fix your car. It doesn't mean there's too many, right? Expertise, okay? We're someone in our family who's a podcast producer. That's an expertise. That's what they're going to start sharing. I did a quick Google search. Podcast producers can start at $45 an hour or they can charge a couple thousand a month, right? We got online business managers, OBMs. That is a very natural um, uh, next step for virtual assistants has become online business managers. Did a quick Google search. They start at 65 to $150 an hour. Okay. How long do you have to be a VA for to become an OBM? However long it feels right. Some of it do in, in under a year because they're coming with other expertise enter, from their previous work into your virtual assistant business. Not very many of you have a virtual assistant business that's like, like you have come straight out of elementary school, <laughs> okay? A lot of you are starting a virtual assistant business with 
expertise from your nine to five that already makes you valuable. All you, you already have so many tools and unlike a structured sort of nine to five or a corporate world, there's no pace that you're allowed to grow at. You don't have to wait for someone to die before you can be promoted to their position. It's not an old boys club. You don't have to be hazed and you don't have to like earn how long you've been here before you can, you can get upgraded. When you work for yourself online, it's as fast or as slow as you want. And you just play by your own rules too. We know this to be true. There are so many online people who are young and are doing very well. Did they wait until they were, had gone through the years and earned their, no, no, no. They said, I can do this. I have these skills. I make these differences. Okay. Expertise, podcast producers, OBMs, copywriters, web developers, right? Like these are graphic designers. These are expertise. These are skills that you may have acquired either before your virtual assistant business or while you've been a virtual assistant. These are skills that a lot of people don't have. And so they will pay you for your expertise. So now we're not exchanging hours for dollars. Because what you also have, not only do you have the hours to do it, you have the ability. And that is worth more. Right? You've learned it. Maybe you've invested in learning it. There is value in your expertise and you knowing how to do it, let alone how long it's going to take you. Okay? So we now get to think of these expertise and these, um, yeah, builds, expertise, audits, niches as something that gains results. And that is valuable, right? A copywriter might write a sales ad that leads to a million dollars in profit. It may have only taken them an hour to write it, but you better believe that hour isn't worth $20 when it could lead to a million dollars in sales. It's worth a lot more than that, right? Podcast producer. This is like brand awareness. This is downloads. This is monetizing a podcast. That's worth way more than just the hours you put into it. That's like, you're welcome. <laughs> you're growing, scaling, and more profitable because of the work I do. That is worth money. Okay. OBMs, online business managers, they captain launches. They might build and manage an entire product launch and that product flies off the shelves. You're welcome. <laughs> May have only taken me 20 hours, but you better believe it's not hours in exchange for dollars. It's results. It's expertise. It's 
you couldn't do this without me. So that is what it is worth to you. Right? Maybe in phase two, the builds, the expertise, the audits phase, maybe you start to throw in percentage of sales. I see a lot of VAs do this. Right? You might build an email, uh, you might build a, like a, uh, a sales funnel and say, okay, I'll build you this sales fun- funnel for $100, but I want 10% of the sales that come from it because I know how well my funnels work. Okay? Are we taking the income potential muscle to the gym? Are we stretching? So that's phase two. Phase one is sort of hours in exchange for dollars. You're sort of new to the world. You might be just sort of, you could be starting from 20 to $50 an hour. You might come in with some expertise, but you're sort of getting yourself established in the online world, in the VA world. Phase two is when you're like, huh, I'm actually an expert in that. I can build that for you. I can audit that for you. I can come in quick and then leave. I can come in, fix it, and then go. That's worth something. So then it's not necessarily how long does it take you to do that. It's what is the value of it. And that's what we start to charge. That's what the rates start to reflect. Okay, and phase three... Phase three is when we start to add additional forms of income to our business. Now, these might be um, secondary forms of income. I'm trying to dance around the word passive because nothing is passive, but sort of evergreen forms of income. And what I mean by evergreen is you sort of maybe do it once and then it's generating income in the background. This is phase three for some virtual assistants. Okay, some examples of um, you know, additional forms of income would be creating like an ebook or a course on some of your redundant tasks. So instead of a client hiring you to do these redundant cl- tasks that now bore you, you could be like, why don't you just buy this course? And either you do it or send it to a VA and you know, a VA that's still coming up through the ranks. You make a course once, you sell it, right? You could um, sell a course on your unique uh, expertise or creation, right? What if you were someone who knew how to set up Dubsado? You knew Dubsado really well. And so actually what you decided to do is you decided to create a course once about how to set up Dubsado, like literally how to create a login, how to do you walk them through the pages. And then actually when you come in is when you start to customize it to that particular business. She could be like, Hey, this is my expertise model is everyone starts by just going through this course because it's just how to set it up. It's so boring to me. I could do it in my sleep. So you guys do it. And actually when I will come in is when you've got it all set up and then I will come in and customize it for your particular business and make sure it's running smoothly and train your team on how to use it to its, its maximum ability. Right? Are the hamster wheels turning? Huh? What are these tasks that I do over and over and over again? 
that I could just whip into a course and teach someone how to do it. Maybe you have a really fun expertise. I know Carly here watching, she's got a course on creating gifts and stickers. That's fun. That's something she knows how to do. And she's like, hey, why don't I just also create a course on it? I could do it for you or you could buy the course and figure out how to do it yourself. It's those additional forms of income. It's that we're taking those money mindset, the, the, the financial creativity, the income potential muscles to the gym. We're starting to think, how can this all turn into potential income for me? And I cannot emphasize enough, this does not mean greed. This does not mean you have to be wealthy. This doesn't mean that you want to be rich and therefore your sister won't speak to you ever again. That's not what this means. This means you're thinking in a certain way and therefore when you are thinking in a certain way, you can choose for it or not for it. But if you're not even thinking, then you're not even getting the choice. And when you're not even getting the choice, you don't even know it exists and then you are, get, you are accepting way too little. Then you're really under, undercutting your potential. Subscriptions. That's another uh, additional income I've seen before. Maybe you're a graphic designer and you're really good at creating like pins for Pinterest. And so you have a couple like pin templates that you produce every month and everyone in your subscription can download them and, and add in their colors and they're good to go. Maybe they're subscribed to your hashtag research. What is something that you're already doing that you could like email out what you learned every week and people are subscribed to it? There's so much income potential in virtual assisting, but there isn't if you're only thinking I will accept $11 an hour. If you are thinking linear, linearly like that, like, okay, $11 an hour, $17 an hour, and hopefully if I just have nine clients working at $17 an hour, I'll actually be able to pay my bills. That is the most exhausting way of thinking, right? We start there because that's what we know before we enter into entrepreneurship. That's what we're used to in our nine to five. It's like, great, you clocked in, you clocked out. That's your amount. Bye. But now it's like, okay, literally, like if you were to walk around your house and be like, how can I monetize this? How can I monetize that? How can I monetize this? And not out of a greed. I cannot emphasize this enough, especially when I'm talking to women, not out of a greed, out of exercise, out of exercise. One form of income that totally blew my mind when I figured it out, <laughs> when I learned about it, I was like, man, people are so ahead of me. This is incredible. Okay. You know, when you go on a blog that's like arts and crafts, maybe you Google like how to make toilet paper ornaments for your Christmas tree. There's a really high chance that that blogger did not make those toilet roll 
reindeers. In fact, they bought that entire how-to, the pictures, the list of supplies, and the how to do it from a crafty person. They bought it from them and stuck it on their blog. I know this because <laughs> I'm in a Facebook group where this happens. You go to a blog with a recipe on it, ladies, that blogger did not necessarily ever cook that thing. There is a really good chance they purchased that recipe and how to from someone and paid them and then put it on their blog. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> the income potential is endless as long as we hold a standard and start to think creatively. But you have to hold the standard first. And this is why it's so important to me that I have this masterclass. And this is why it's so important to me that we have this community and that we share this with other women. We have to normalize the conversations around money and what you can earn. And it starts with having a minimum that you're not willing to go below so that you set a standard for yourself. And then from that security, you can start to think creatively. Then every potential client that comes to you and asks like, hey, do you have availability? Can I work with you? You can think, uh-huh. What does this entail? Let me see what this particular rate and package is going to be that I, that I suggest to you, right? Less linear, more empowered. Okay, so remember the giveaway for this boot camp is to take some kind of boomerang or video or picture of me, <laughs> share it to your social medias. You have to tag me or I won't see it. Um, and then I'm going to draw a name. And what I want you to really emphasize and believe in is that you are a female entrepreneur and you are watching a masterclass about money because that is important. We can't shy away from it. And it doesn't make you greedy, okay? So I have two announcements as well that I want to um, let you know, okay? So in this masterclass, I really wanted to take your creative financial brain to the gym and have you see the potential. Yes, at the beginning I said you can charge 20 to $50 an hour, okay? So yeah, you could turn it off, walk away and be like, that's all I need to know. But I also told you, okay, but what happens when you charge clients at different rates? What happens if you have a retainer and then you stack on a couple projects and you go like Uber style? What happens when you have an expertise? What happens when you're really familiar with a particular platform? Maybe you've got a client and oh my gosh, you have totally mastered their Wix site. <gasps> okay. Great, let's start offering Wix builds, Wix audits, Wix whatevers, right? The expertise, the builds, the audits. The value of what you can do now is greater than just the time it takes you to do it. And then phase three was the additional forms of income. 
that are evergreen. They don't, you're not necessarily working away at them all the time. Walk around your house, take a look. How can I monetize this pillow? How would someone monetize this roll of paper towel? How would someone monetize this chair, right? Just Just get creative, start to think in that way. Because opportunities, money, clients, skills, we're in a vortex of them all the time, but we only see what our brain understands to process. So where you might be walking in a grocery store and see a bunch of people, I walk to that grocery store and I see a bunch of potential clients. doesn't mean I'm going up to them and <laughs> like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but it's a way of thinking that is just a lot more expansive and empowering. Okay. So my two upcoming announcements, I have a boot camp here in October, really, really excited for it. It was going to be just a masterclass and now it has turned into a four day boot camp. It is called cash prices and packages. Okay. This is for virtual assistants who have not yet mapped out all of their rates and packages. So we're going to do a four day boot camp in the middle of October, and we are going to go through money mindset and we are going to exit the other side of the boot camp with your rates and packages set in stone so that you are ready to have these empowered conversations with potential clients. Okay. This boot camp in mid October, it's four days, October 12th to 15th. Okay. If you want to join DM me, it's going to be $44 until Friday. And then it's going to go up and then it's going to go up again. Okay. So this boot camp, mid-October, $44 until Friday. Then I have a multi-week group program coming up in November and this is called Raise Your Rates. Raise Your Rates and every S is a dollar sign. So when I said that every, every day from today to the end of the year, I'm going to be talking about money because that's how we should be talk that's what we should be talking about in Q4 and heading into the holidays. I am not bullshitting you, okay? So November I have a multi-week program called Raise Your Rates. Okay? And if you think you're going to be want you're going to want in that and you're interested in that, DM me and you'll get the pre-sale price. It's November. I know that feels far away, but it's not and that price will increase as well. So just send me a DM if you're watching this. And that's everything. Ladies, thank you so much. Oh, Carly, I love it. This is inspire me to work on her course. Yes. Yes. Thank you for this masterclass. And I will be posting the winner of the giveaway tomorrow inside the group. And please, if you want, start conversations inside this group. We are all about building safe containers, community, and normalizing conversations with boss women, making it normal. Okay. Thanks everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Wonderless VA podcast. I hope this episode and many more help you fulfill your VA dreams. To learn more about virtual assisting, you can find us on all the channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.